Welcome to the Money Mindset and Investing Podcast, a financial literacy podcast series with myself, Sahir Anwari. And myself, Kola Badamasi. We are the co-founders of SublimeTrading.io and the Griffin Fund. In today's episode, we're going to look at a feature to good investing, which is regularly overlooked, and that is a breakdown of our weekly and daily routine. When it comes to investing, having a routine is critical if you want to see success. As you have already said, Zaheer, this is often overlooked and many individuals think they can approach investing without their proper plan of action, thinking they will make a lot of money in the process. Now, a couple of things to take into consideration here. First of all, people are busy. You guys, you're all busy. You have jobs, you have careers, you have families, you have hobbies, you have friends. Ultimately, you've got a lifestyle and then you want to try and manage an investment portfolio around your busy lifestyle. So that's the first point to take into consideration. You are busy individuals and you want to have a routine that adapts seamlessly around your busy lifestyle without compromising on time and profit. So that's the first thing we're going to have really sort of help you guys establish a routine that fits around your lifestyle. The next point to this is that Investing should really be treated like a business, which means there's a level of sophistication to it, which is, again, regularly overlooked. And that is because of the way it is portrayed online, often as a get-rich-quick scheme. You guys have to be smarter than that, particularly as it's your own hard-earned money on the line. Remember, these guys promising you quick riches, they won't be around when you lose it all. We mentioned in the last podcast that accountability is key. So the line I hear the most is, I'm going to dabble in trading. And if I lose money, then it means that trading doesn't work for me. But really and truly, the truth is, investing doesn't work for anyone that dabbles in it. So if you're just coming into investing and you just want to dabble, then you will lose money. So one way we can increase the odds of success is by having a routine. A routine may sound monotonous and repetitive, but... It is essential if you want to avoid incurring huge, inconsistent losses over the long term and even over the short term as well. Yeah, We want instead our consistent profits. So we have had a routine that we've stuck with for many years. It works and the aim is not to fix anything that's not broken. Our routine is simple. The hardest thing may be trying to remain consistent with it, but apply it and see the results turn around for the better. So let's break down our routine for you guys. Yep, some really good points made there, Kola. So our routine effectively is broken down into two parts. We've got an in-depth weekend routine, which takes maybe an hour to two hours, depending on how busy the markets are, maybe even up to three hours sometimes, generally around that two-hour mark. And then Monday to Friday, a few minutes each day managing our portfolio. And that's because we've done our weekend analysis Because we've done that weekend analysis, we're fully prepared for the week ahead. And it just requires us popping into the charts and into our broker account and just managing our positions. So what do we do at the weekend? Our routine starts at the weekend. So what does that involve? Well, first and foremost, it involves scanning the markets. There are over 10,000 assets that we potentially can invest in. We look at the UK stock market, US stock market, commodities and currencies. If you put all the assets together, you're looking at over 10,000 potential opportunities. That's a lot. That's a lot of charts and assets to go through manually. So what you want is a good scanner that has been programmed to a particular criteria and that at a click of a button will go through over 10,000 assets and bring it down to a much shorter list of, say, a couple of 100 assets, which is now far more manageable to go through rather than having to manually go through over 10,000 assets. 
This is the importance of subscribing to good scanners. There are free scanners out there. There are cheap scanners out there. But you want to have the right scanners. Remember, all career choices require the right tools for the job. If you've got customers and you need to deliver for your customers, you need the right tools for the job. In this case, the customer is yourself, really. For us, Sublime Trading, we have our community members. So we do all the scanning for our community members. We pay for the scanners so they don't have to. But the point is that you have to make sure you have the right tools for the job. And subscribing to a good scanner is really the foundation to putting a portfolio together. Just to add in there, just to highlight the importance of scanners. Before I actually use scanners, what I actually did was have a list of the 500 stocks in the S&P. And I would literally just go through that list of stocks every weekend. Now, the problem that caused is caused me to miss out on really good opportunities that weren't actually in the S&P 500. So I would miss out on really strong trending stocks that would have produced healthy profits for my account. And secondly, it was just a long task. It was a long task and I was only coming out with a really small amount of stocks, if any, that were actually meeting my criteria of a high probability opportunity. So the fact that we are using scanners now, I would highly recommend everyone to try and get hold of a scanner because it will make your life a lot simpler and you will find the best looking opportunities as long as you have the correct settings in your scanners. Yeah, really good point. And guys, before you jump ahead and start paying for scanners, because you know, that can add up to thousands of pounds a year, which is effectively what we pay for. You can subscribe to our newsletter as well. Now, at the end of this podcast, we'll show you how to get hold of that newsletter. In that newsletter, that weekly newsletter, we share some of the assets that appear through our scanning process. So we save you money there through the newsletter. Okay, so let's move on. Once we've done the scanning and we've gone from, say, over 10,000 assets to a much more manageable list of, say, 300, 400 assets, which still sounds a lot, but it's far more manageable than going through over 10,000 assets. What's the next stage, Kola? Okay, so the next step is going to the point of our creation of our bespoke tools. So what we've done is to create tools that will easily help us to identify high probability opportunities in the market. It's a filter, basically, and it will help us to sift through that short list of, let's say, 400 stocks in a matter of seconds. So we'll go through each chart and literally spend between one and three seconds, literally hitting a space bar, going through each chart. And every stock which meets our criteria will be easily able to identify that stock as being a high probability opportunity. Then what I tend to do is knock down that stock, go through the whole list, And once I've gone through the whole list, I then have a short list of stocks, let's say between 10 to 20 stocks that meet our criteria. And then we can go in and do our final bit of analysis. Yeah, really good point. So you can see there's almost like a three-tier system here, guys. Step one is the scanning, where you take 10,000 assets and get a much more manageable list of three to 400 assets. You then take those three to 400 assets, you import them into your charting software. So we use TradingView. We've developed tools for TradingView. Before that, we used to use eSignal for our charting software. And it's a great bit of kit, but it's extremely expensive. TradingView is far more reasonably priced, plus it's browser-based. eSignal, you have to download it onto your PC. TradingView is browser-based. It's not as intuitive as eSignal, so there are some limitations to it, but it does more than enough. It does plenty for what we need it to do. So we take the three to 400 strong list created by the scanners. We import that list into TradingView. We then use our bespoke tools 
to go through the charts. Now, as Carlos has mentioned, we can literally look at each chart for a few seconds, say no, 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 yes, okay, that looks interesting, create another short list. So this is the third tier of where we've taken the 400 stocks, built a short list of, say, 10 to 20, and then we go through those 10 to 20 and then filter out the one, two, three, four stocks that actually make it into our portfolio. So really, really important stages here. And it sounds like a lot, guys, but once you get into the routine of it, you could literally have this down, as already mentioned, in an hour or two. Now, we do this all for our community members. Once we've got to the final 10 to 20 stocks that we like, we then put those into videos for our community members. They then just have to watch the videos, which will take them, let's say, 15 to 20 minutes, rather than having to go through the whole scanning process that we do for them. So we save our community members a lot of time and a lot of money because they don't actually pay for the scanners themselves. Now, what's important about this is that it unites our community. And uniting our community is extremely important. Just before I touch on the community, I just want to highlight reason why it's so simple for us to go through each chart between one and three seconds. We have our proprietary tools basically highlight a trend filter on the chart. So we have the monthly chart open, a weekly and a daily chart time frame. So if, for example, the market is bullish, we want the weekly and the daily to show a green trend filter, which indicates a bullish market and red for a down market. We also have highlighted on the charts really important key levels of support and resistance. So straight away, these are not any support and resistance levels. These are based on our proprietary tool, indicating where price may be heading next. And also if price is also broken through major levels of support and resistance. And the reason why this is really important for our community is because other communities, if you've been part of other communities, they're quite a mess all over the place. They all have different analysis, trading different markets at the same time, and there's no uniformity at all to their process. So what this does is allow everyone in our community to be on the same path, to have the same idea, and also to be able to analyze the market and share the ideas and also be in, in, in opportunities at the same time. This brings in a strong sense of unity and also helps to increase the learning curve for our members. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, really good points there. So again, those tools that Carla has mentioned, they're proprietary tools. Now, the thing about having good tools is that it saves you having to do all of those things that Carla has mentioned yourself. For, for example, support and resistance levels. If you've got over 10,000 charts to go through, you have to manually draw support and resistance levels on every single chart. That is going to take you absolutely ages, particularly if you're looking across multiple timeframes. So we've got support and resistance levels on the monthly timeframe, on the weekly timeframe, and on the daily timeframe. So to draw those lines manually on the monthly, weekly, daily across 10,000 charts, again, it's an impossible task. This all goes back to what I was saying earlier about having the right tools for the job. By having bespoke tools, what the software does is then it will automatically detect those levels and draw those levels for you and then also update those levels as time goes on, as support and resistance levels change, highs and lows change. The software automatically detects those levels and draw them for you. So again, it's saving you so much time. People tend to really overlook the importance of investing into being an investor, investing into scanning, investing into education, investing into the right tools. Because if you get the foundation wrong, you'll always be struggling. Get the foundation correct and all the hard work is basically done for you. It's just managing the portfolio, which you must always do yourself. Again, just on a side note, never buy into signal services. Signal services ultimately is a process where the software is doing everything for you. The best approach is a combination of 
software and human discretion. So you want the software to do all the boring stuff. That's where scanning and good tools come in. But human discretion is important when it comes to choosing the final assets and then actually managing the assets in your portfolio. So again, that's why as a community, we're all on the same page. We're all using the same tools. We're all looking at the same assets because it's just the best way to do it going forward, particularly if you're looking for long-term trending assets. Okay, so really sort of reinforce that point, guys, of planning at the weekend, really preparing for the week ahead. Now, once you've done that, once you've got your short list of assets, so you've gone from 10,000 assets to three to 400 assets, you've gone to three to 400 assets down to 10 to 20 assets, those 10 to 20 assets you're then looking at and you're then narrowing down to the handful, the two, three, four assets that make it into your portfolio. This is then where Monday to Friday come in and your daily routine come in. So, Kola, do you want to start on that for us? What does that involve? So, as we've done all the hard work over the weekend, it would only take just a few minutes each day to manage positions in our portfolio. And this is the message we send to our members. We want the whole process to be as simple as possible. Do all the hard work on the weekend so that your week becomes far simpler. Yeah, absolutely. Really, really important. And this, again, goes back to what I said at the beginning. You're busy. We're all busy. I mean, Colin and myself, when we started, we had jobs. Now we have Sublime Trading, we have the Griffin Fund, so we've got our community to look after. So we've got to make sure that we are also sticking to our routine, weekend routine, so that our community is up to date. Monday to Friday, we make sure our portfolio is all managed so that it doesn't take us away from looking after our community. We still have our lives. So that routine, which we have been using since 2007, 2008, it hasn't changed. And again, as Colin mentioned at the very beginning, it's all very, very simple. The challenge is sticking with it day in, day out, week in, week out, year in, year out for the rest of your life. And, you know, the expression is that investing is simple, but not easy. The best techniques are simple to learn, but being consistent with it is where the challenge comes in and often where a lot of people fail. So based on that weekend analysis, Monday to Friday takes a few minutes each day. Now, what does it involve, Colour, when we say managing our portfolio Monday to Friday? What exactly does that involve? All this really involves is looking for new opportunities in the market. So we already have our short list. So this should be really simple. And also the most important thing we need to do is manage positions we already have because we never want to look for new positions before we've managed our positions we already have. So what we need to see is whether or not we need to actually move our stocks a lot closer to the market, because if we've entered a position, the market may turn against us. And we always want to make sure that we are exiting early so that we can potentially reduce our losses. And another thing is if our stocks, for example, that we've entered, or it could be a currency opportunity, if that position is going in our favor, we always want to make sure that we are compounding on our position. So two key things we want to look for, whether or not we need to tighten our stops, or we also want to look for whether or not we need to add positions to a position which is running into profit. So we want to maximize on our positions running. Yeah. Again, compounding is probably a process or a concept or a technique that you may have heard of, but you may not be too familiar with how to execute it. We will be covering compounding in a future episode. So as Colin mentioned, managing our portfolio is simply managing existing positions that are already in the account that may involve tightening stop losses, managing stop losses, or adding new positions, which is compounding. And then once we manage existing positions, as Colas mentioned, we then add new assets into the portfolio. And those new assets generally come from the weekend analysis. Now, having said that, 
because we're absolutely obsessed with investing and the stock markets and making sure that ourselves, because this is ultimately what we do day to day, but also our community members are up to date with the best possible opportunities, we also scan the markets on a daily basis. Uh, touch on that for us, please, Collar. So opportunities will arise during the week. We may miss something on the weekend. The weekend scans will take into consideration breakouts which have occurred in the past week. But a breakout could have occurred, let's say, on a Monday or a Tuesday. So we always want to make sure that we're still scanning, but the scanning will be far simpler. We still want to scan the markets and ensure that we are not missing out on any opportunities. In a strong bull market, the scan process will take a long time. We may actually have to do a weekend-style analysis during the week just to make sure that we're on top of the market. But essentially, if we've shortlisted our stocks, it should be far simpler during the week. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Excellent points there because ultimately opportunities are always presenting themselves. A stock that did not appear at the weekend analysis could appear during the week. And that could go on to be a 10x stock over a period of 12, 18 months. So we want to ensure that we're always on top of the best opportunities. And this, again, it all comes down to being prepared. It's all about planning. And it's all about making sure that you are treating this as a business. You're treating this as a business, you'll take it seriously. If you don't treat it as a business, you'll end up with the results that show you that you're not treating it as a business. So essential, essential point. And that's it, guys. That really is our weekend and daily routine as investors. As you can see, it's actually quite simple. You know, it's not complicated. It just requires the right knowledge, the right tools, and the right consistency and commitment to actually stick to this routine. So let's just break this down. Let's go over this in summary. And then once we've gone over the summary, we're then going to cover some of the important tips and points that also play a part in our routine. So in summary, Collar, what's the first point? In summary, we want to treat investing as a business. We don't want to treat it as a hobby. We don't want to dabble in investing. We want to treat it exactly like we would our business, make sure that we are on top of all aspects of our business. Have a weekly and daily routine. As you can see, the weekend routine makes everything streamlined so that during the week, it's all far simpler to actually manage our positions and follow this and stick to it each and every week. It can be monotonous, but it's something that we need to do to ensure success in the markets. Yeah. And just to add to that, remember, it's a routine that adapts around your busy lifestyle. Yeah, we're all busy individuals. We want a routine that fits around our lifestyle and doesn't clash with it. And also invest in good scanners. Very important. Invest in good charting tools as well, because it will reduce the time you're spending in front of your computer. And again, just to highlight the points here just made, we want this to build around your lifestyle. So we want to look for tools which will make our job a lot simpler. Start your routine at the weekend because the markets are closed. Take your time. It may take an hour or two, depending on how busy the markets are. Have a daily routine through the week. Take a few minutes each day to manage your portfolio and also add more positions to the ones that are running into healthy profits. Okay, fantastic. So that's our routine in summary. Nicely done, Collar. So finally, let's move on to the next part, which are just some important tips on why we do this routine the way we do. Okay, so first and foremost, we conduct our analysis on the closing price of each day. This is really, really important. The reason for this is that we're not day traders. We're not intraday traders. We are 
trend traders. We're looking for those big moves in the markets, moves that can last months effectively. So if you look at stocks, it's not uncommon for us to hold positions for 18 to 24 months, even commodities, currencies, anywhere from nine to 12 months in a good, strong trend. So we are holding positions for long periods of time. And so that means that we don't stare at the charts all day long. We're not interested in intraday activity. That's where there's a lot of volatility, a lot of noise, and ultimately where a lot of people lose significant sums of money. So our analysis is always conducted at the closing price or the close of each market. Another key tip we want to point out is to only open your broker account when you actually need to. The reason being that you don't want to be looking at your profit and loss going up and down. This can add emotions to your investing and cause you to make mistakes. So, for example, if you look in your account one day, you see a high amount of profit in your account. And then the next day you go in and you see that it's shot down, let's say 10 to 15 percent. That could affect you quite a lot. So. By avoiding seeing the amount in your broker account, it helps with your emotions while you're investing. Yeah, really good point. And so what's a good way to avoid looking at the broker accounts, Colo? What tip would you give people? The best advice I would say is to not open your broker account and have your entry and stop loss levels noted down on your charts. If you have a trading software, which you should have, note down where you entered and where you where you have your stops with a line on your trading chart so that you can actually see that visually. So that way, you're not focused on the amount you're in profit or the amount you're in loss. You're just focusing on the technical analysis process of investing. Yeah, brilliant. Absolutely. And we're going to talk about psychology in another podcast because you know psychology is essential. Everyone's different. Everyone learns in different ways. But the psychology of investing really is key to all of this. And part of that is controlling your emotions. Now, one of the best way to control your emotions or to overcome the emotions of investing is to not spend so much time staring at your profit and loss. Instead, focusing on the charts, looking at where prices in support and resistance levels. And don't forget, guys, as good investors, we always focus on the downside. That means our risk management and exit management is all clearly planned out. So at any moment in time, we know exactly how much we are set to lose. And if you know how much you're set to lose, it becomes far simpler. Something that's regularly overlooked is that when you open a position, you're ultimately accepting the risk. People tend to forget this. They think, right, I'm going to invest this and it's just going to go in my favor. No, everything's based on probabilities, not certainties. So when you open a position, you have to understand that you are accepting the risk that this position might go against you and you might lose money. Hence why we typically never risk more than 1% to 2% per position. And then, of course, we have a max risk allocation, let's say 10%. So we know in the worst case scenario, we're going to lose 10%. But this is still, once you're in the broker account and you're seeing your positions move up and down in profit and loss, it's taxing on you emotionally. Certainly in the early days, you have to get over that. And the way to get over that is to stay out of your broker account as much as possible, only log in when you need to manage position and to focus on the charts as much as possible and have your downside already managed. So you know exactly how much you're risking, where you're exiting, and all of those important details that go with it. Okay, another tip we'd like to give you guys is we rely heavily on the indices. That's the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, the Dow, and the UK index of FTSE 100. Those are the main indices that we look at. And it's essential that you create a foundation based on the indices and the natural movement to the stock market. Colin, can you elaborate on that for us, please? So being aware of the seasonal movement in the stock market is extremely important. So we want to know which times of the year 
price is likely to be in a strong trend and when we're likely to see pullbacks in the market. So we can identify certain months such as February and September, the time where we tend to see pullbacks. This basically allows us to prepare in case price forms deep declines, but it also allows us to be aware when we can re-enter the market. So usually, typically in September, we tend to see pullbacks, and that is the case this year as well. Price has formed some deep declines. So what price has then gone and done is formed support levels. And once these support levels are formed, we tend to see the emergence of a new trend. So from October to November, we tend to see new trends emerging. And that's when we want to start placing further positions in the market. We always want to align ourselves with that time period so that we can jump onto trends throughout the next trend cycle. Yeah. Just to elaborate, Colin said October and November. Sometimes we see those trends move into December as well, known as the Santa Claus rally. doesn't happen every year, but often December can be a very profitable period. You tend to see a lot of people shut off from life in general. It's Christmas. They may close their positions if they're day traders. As trend followers, as investors, we hold our positions because December could ultimately be a very, very fruitful period. Now, Colo has already said that, you know, this September 2021, which we're in, we saw a decline in the stock market of around 6 to 7%. If you go back to September of last year, which is 2020, there was another decline of around 10%. So it's always important to look back and see what happens at certain periods of the year, because it will help you with opening up positions when you need to or stand aside when you need to. And of course, as Colo's mentioned, when support levels are being created, we can actually buy in at support levels. Where a lot of people panic, we're actually looking for opportunities. And it goes back to a quote that Warren Buffett said, which is where people are being fearful, be greedy, and where people are being greedy, be fearful. And there's a lot of truth to that. And that takes us on to the next tip, guys, which is ignore the noise, ignore the news, ignore opinions, including your own. The chart tell us everything that we need to know. Pretty much everything that you are hearing on your media channels, through conversations with friends, any thoughts and opinions that are going on in your head, it'll all be of very little benefit for you when it comes to putting your portfolio together. Most of that, in fact, 99.9% of that is just noise that will be misleading. It will make you take decisions that you'll ultimately end up regretting. The best way to get over that is to block that all out and to focus on the charts. Now, ultimately, there's two sets of people, if you like, or two characters inside you. There's you, the investor, and there's you, the everyday person. You, the everyday person, should know what's going on out there in a global sense. It's important to understand what is happening out there when it comes to particularly politics, I guess, but you know, not just here in the UK, but outside as well. It's important on a personal level so that you can have conversations with people, you can form opinions, et cetera, et cetera. However, it's really also important to cut away from all of that, cut it out, and to focus just on the charts when it comes to putting a portfolio together, because the charts tell you everything you need to know. The charts are a source of truth. And this is a concept that a lot of people tend to never really grasp. And that's because of the way we are programmed. We are programmed to believe that the news is the truth and the news will tell you everything you need to know. It's incorrect. When it comes to investing, the charts tell you everything you need to know. Also, it's important to understand that institutions pay a lot of money to get news early, news items early, so that by the time we, the everyday person, hears the news, it's already old, it's already been factored into the markets. So trying to copy the institutions by trading on news is actually a false economy. 
by looking at the chart, you're already seeing what's been factored into the market. So it makes it far simpler to follow the chart. It's less work. And then that follows on to the final tip, which we want to share with you, Kola. And the final tip is to focus on the long-term trends. We want to keep trading as simple as possible. And when you focus on the long-term trend, you end up placing positions and staying in the trend for a period of, if it stocks between 12 and 18 months. So during that time, you spend minimal time in front of your computer and more time doing the things that you actually love. So you're actually able to fit investing around your lifestyle. Do less and make more money. Yeah, really, really good point to end this episode on, guys. Never forget the long-term plan. It's very easy to get sucked into the promises of get-rich-quick schemes and short-term trades, but ultimately stick to the long-term plan. That's making consistent wealth between now and retirement. And the way to do that is to always focus on the long-term trends in the market. We touched upon it earlier. We look at the monthly, the weekly, and the daily timeframes because that's ultimately where we do far less work and make far more profit than most short-term traders ever will. And also, it's an approach that will adapt seamlessly around your busy lifestyle. Okay, that's it, guys. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast episode. And I've taken a lot from the points we've mentioned. Remember to keep investing simple over the long term and make sure you have your own investing routine. Don't forget to click on the link to the scorecard below this podcast. And once you complete the scorecard, you will have access to the Launchpad Starter Kit. Yeah. And in that Launchpad Investor Starter Kit is the link to the newsletter as well. So you can register to that newsletter and get access to some of the stocks that are being picked up by our scanners. Again, saving you a lot of time and money in the process. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. See you all on the next episode. Thank you.